Welcome to the Heart of the Athlete. This is Reggie Etheridge welcoming you to the radio program for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, featuring what God is doing in the hearts and lives of coaches and athletes in Idaho. Now, here are your hosts. Well, hey, folks, welcome to the Heart of the Athlete, the local FCA radio show here on KBXL 94.1 FM. I'm Ken Lewis on staff with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes here in Idaho. And my guest today is Coach Doc Bennett. Doc, it's great to have you on Heart of the Athlete again. It's, it's always good to be with you, Ken. It's, it's uh, <laughs> great to be around fellow enthusiasts when it comes to Christ and when it comes to wrestling. Yep. Amen. Yeah. Love the wrestling. And, uh, well, Doc, we've had you on several times, haven't we? Have you lost uh, count? Uh, no, I, it's only a couple, <laughs> I think. I don't know. Well, I know we, we interviewed Coach Burnett, Bruce, and yeah. you were on that. And then it seems like you've had you in for at least two or three, maybe four times, but I'm losing track. So, but man, it's great to have you on here again. It's, it never gets old. And, uh, excited to talk about some wrestling here with a little bit with USA wrestling. I know you've, You've been associated and on staff with USA Wrestling for, for how many years now? Well, USA Wrestling was uh, used to be the United States Wrestling Federation. And Myron Roderick was a big part of starting that back at Oklahoma State. And, and uh, in 1984, that organization challenged the AU to become the governing body. And that's when USA Wrestling became USA Wrestling, and they ended up with the governing body status, and the 1984 Olympics was the first time they stepped into that role. Hmm. And at that time, I had a club with USWF that I was working with, along with Myron, and so I've been in the in the outskirts uh, of USA Wrestling since its inception. I started working with them on a close basis uh, as a kind of a freelancer and contractor in uh, shortly after the Olympics in about 86. And um, then I went full-time with them in the 90s until I retired from from the developmental coaching job in 2008. I was also director of broadcasting, and uh, I still work with them today, but I'm working with them as a contractor again, doing their scouting, uh, camp preparation video, things like that. Hmm. But I do all that from home. I'm done traveling. <laughs> <laughs> so how many hours a week are you putting into video analyzing for USA Wrestling currently right now? Uh, I try to put in about twenty. Wow, wow, that's a that's a half time job. That's a <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a job. <laughs> well, that's cool. And uh, so you work really closely with our national director, which is uh, Bill Zadig. Bill Zadig, right? yep, yeah. Yep. Wow, and we're on, we're we talk several times a week usually. Wow, that's so cool. Well, I I remember being over at your house. I don't know about six years ago with Dan Russell. And uh, we went into, I think, your garage. You were showing us the, the all the videos there of all, like, world championships and Olympics and major, you know, freestyle and Greco tournaments from around the world. And I think there's a, I think there was a tape there from, I don't know, 86 or 88 or something like that, 89, where Dan was wrestling in Russia. And you had it there. And Dan goes, I was at that tournament. And uh, <laughs> so it's amazing that just how you have, how the Lord has put you in that position and and gifted you with those skills to to be able to assist these coaches and these wrestlers, it's just been it's been wonderful. Well, I think I you know Bruce Burnett and I have both always said that we think it's a divine intervention. Uh, you know, I didn't uh, I've never applied for a coaching job in my life. I was a head wrestling coach. I've coached high school, college, club, internationally, 
but I've never applied for a coaching job in my life. It just seems like the Lord constantly puts one in front of me, and, and uh, it took me a long time to recognize that He was doing that. I will mm-hmm. admit to that. I didn't. Uh, I wasn't born a Christian and grew up a Christian. I I came upon it later in life. But but uh, as I look back on my life, I can see His hand on me in so many places, but especially in the realms of coaching and wrestling. Right. Well. Amen. That's awesome. What a what a journey. What a great adventure God has given us, huh, Coach? Well, yeah, it is. You know, it, it's uh, we're uh, coaching is to me coaching is is a it's kind of a lifestyle. It's kind of a mission. You know, it's it's uh, we're all a product of our environment, and so I have to give a great deal of credit to other coaches and athletes that I've been associated with and had the privilege to work with and be taught by as well as teach. And uh, you know, one of the things I've discovered is that. One of the best teachers of all in all of this has been the Bible, mm-hmm. because God has really been our coach. You know, our job as a coach is is uh, to, to put an athlete in an environment where they're they're forced to face trials and tests that challenge them to a point of almost breaking and maybe even beyond, mm-hmm. uh, where they learn they're capable of much more than they thought they were ever, ever capable of, and and to shape them into a better athlete. Yep. In other words, to take this God-given skills and talent that they have mm-hmm. and to hone them to where they become a better, more efficient version of themselves and able to compete on that mat with confidence and and preparedness and that's exactly what god's doing to us in life he's he's through trials and tribulations of everyday life he prepares us for you know the future and and uh if we if we pay attention to those lessons and if we pay attention to what he's trying to teach us we become a better version of ourselves and better prepared for eternity yeah you know it's uh it's important it's that we understand that you know god's really our coach yeah when you think about the definition of a coach like the old back in the older days right the 16 1700s this coach was a was this thing on wheels right drawn by horses to get people of importance from point a to point b to and to a better spot and that's really kind of what you describe and uh, that's exactly what coaching is you're taking taking a person from one place to another and and uh that, that's that's important, you know. It, it's it, God's word gives us the tools, uh, you know, required to have the faith and courage. Yeah, it takes to withstand, you know, the, the trials and, and tribulations of life, and this training and, and testing that life throws at us. You know, and it's the perseverance, the stamina, the strength that we need to challenge the challenges of every day. That's all part of the human experience, and and. Uh, you know, life's a journey. It in- includes a lot of many unexpected elements. I think of it as an adventure, and we can either choose to to experience that adventure and be a part of it, or we can be a spectator and sit around and watch it. And and for me, I, I think one of the worst things I could think about would be an old man, which I'm rapidly becoming, <laughs> sit in my rocking chair in the front porch and be sitting there saying, I wish I could have, should have. Right. I, I think life is an adventure to be lived, yeah. to participate in, not to be a spectator. And, yeah, to and, get in uh, the game and... Get out of the stands and get right. off the bench, right? Yep. I would much rather have a list of failures and successes to reflect on. And God wants us to do something with our lives, you know, and the talents he's given us and to do something that honors him in the process. Yeah. And I think that's that's the whole key. Yeah. Yeah. As you're saying that, it reminds me uh, when Jesus said the was uh, talking to the disciples and, and with the parable of the talents. Yes. And uh, I mean, that that is such a, a great, picture that he described as a t- of stewardship of being a good steward whatever god's given you 
And uh, I remember Roger Staubach had a, a book in the 70s. When I was a kid, I, I somebody gave me this book. I think it was uh, First Down and Lifetime to Go. And it was talking about where, like, it kind of was like on a football field. It's like, yeah. you never know when, when the kickoff, you know, some people get the kick the kick and, and they, they receive it maybe at the five and all they get is to the 10, they get tackled. They got 95 yards to go. And, it, and, and some people, man, have a great return and they're, they're at the 45 or 50 and it's like, make the best of wherever you're at and, you know, to get after it and, and yeah. use those gifts, like you're saying for God's glory, yeah. wherever we're at in life. Well, success is in the, in the journey, not in the destination. You know, it's 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 the trip along the way that gives us the things that are really worthwhile in life. Yeah. Well, that's so good. Such an encouragement what you just talked about. You know, about coaches and how how the Lord is our heavenly coach, and He's uses His Bible, the holy the holy Word of God, to to give us instruction, to be a light to our paths. And uh, that's cool. Well, I know we, we've got some, we wanted to talk to the folks here about some camps coming up. and want to revisit, I know the NCAA, of course, everybody, you know, a lot of people love the, you know, the March Madness, the basketball tournament, but we also have another NCAA tournament going on right now too. We want to talk about that. And, uh, but first folks, we want to, want to talk to you about some camps. I know Josh Newberg just had a wrestling camp last Saturday over at Valley High School. And, uh, but we've got some camps coming up at the end of May and all of the month of June is really heavy with FCA camps, both for the youth level athlete, which would be that grade school to like seventh grade. And then we've got some, we've got some camps for junior high and high schoolers too. But, um, the end of May, uh, May 30th through June 1st, we have a functional fitness camp over in Fruitland for Youth. And that's functional fitness is, is kind of, that's the really what CrossFit used to be. And uh, CrossFit is kind of a brand, but functional fitness is that. And there, of course, there's a lot of people competing in that these days, and they have all kinds of championships. And, uh, and then we have a wrestling camp over at Columbia High School on June 2nd and 3rd. That's a Friday night and all day Saturday uh, wrestling camp. And that's for youth and junior high and high school. And then we got a youth baseball and youth softball camp June 5th through the 8th over at Napa. And we're grateful for Napa Christian as well, hosting those camps for us, as well as Columbia High School there for the wrestling camp. And then June 6th through the 8th, we have both a tennis camp and a golf camp that's going on the, the 6th through the 8th. And that's the tennis is going to be in Fruitland. The golf is going to be at Scotch Pines over there at in Payette. And then we also have an archery camp for youth archery's growing sport doc uh we have that coming up on the 13th and 15th of of june as well so folks you can get all that information at fciidaho.org and then another camp that just just came up that we're doing it's a football camp we're doing in ontario and actually ryan seals our staff over in west treasure valley his cousin is actually john bates who was a tight end for boise state plays for the washington uh the commanders right i think is their new mascot and in uh in the dc area so uh john is a tight end for the commanders was was for boise state and um john bates is gonna be at that football camp and i believe that's may 13th i know on our little sheet here we don't have the date but uh i think they just got that scheduled so that's a saturday may 13th that's the day before mother's day and over there in ontario so we're excited about that so fcaidaho.org folks you can get more information about that and the cost of those and the age group ages on those 
And then the last camp, which I, I uh, want to get to, is June 26th or 30th. That's the Northwest FCA Sports Camp. It's for incoming 7th graders through 12th graders. I think we've got 20 sports this year, Doc, at that camp. We're adding mountain biking and uh, archery this year to camp. And, Doc, you've helped at that camp for several years, haven't you? Well, yeah, quite a few. <laughs> this will be the first year a long time that I haven't been there, I guess. I've I enjoyed the camp. It's a good camp. It's a it's just a good opportunity for 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 fellowship and for learning and for growth and not just in the on the wrestling mat, but in your personal walk with Christ yep. as well. And and for the other sports, I mean, it's a multiple multi sport camp, so we've got just about every sport you can think of represented yep. there. And it's, yep. it's uh, just a great bunch of kids and a great bunch of coaches and and. Uh, College people kind of help yep. these kids. College I mean, athletes all know, over. The huddle yep. leaders. It's just a great, just a great group. Yep, yep. We, the, the kids get uh, two Bible studies, small group Bible studies a day, and their huddle. There's a morning workout. Teach them how to do uh, what a quiet time is. So all the kids are doing quiet time. We teach them how to do that. They're uh, of course three meals a day. They stay overnight there at NNU. Uh, we have a morning chapel. We have a speed agility quickness workout for the whole camp, and then they get two hours in their sport. And then they get another two hours in that session in the afternoon. Great speakers at night, like Doc said. And we've got a great worship band this year again that leads us in the presence of the Lord and singing to the Lord. And uh, it's kind of like we were talking about earlier. We, we're trying to you know, help them use their – show them how to do sports God's way, to use their gifts for God's glory, whether it's singing or volleyball or softball or wrestling or football or tennis. So. So fcaidaho.org, folks, you can get more information on that. Well, if you're just joining us here today on Heart of the Athlete, visiting with Coach Doc Bennett. And uh, Doc, we've got, I know this is airing on Saturday here, but uh, the NCAA is actually, uh, we're recording this here on Thursday, and the NCAA has actually got started this morning, NCAA wrestling tournament, right? Watched the first round this morning. Wow. Yeah. Any observations uh, well, it's, it's from like, the first round? Yeah, I think Penn State's going to be hard to beat, and I think everybody knows that going in. They've really been strong the last several years, and uh, you know everybody wants to know what the secret is. Well, I think the secret is they're doing things right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they've got they're they're getting athletes that are there to compete and and to, to live life right, not just to be trouble. Mm-hmm. They've got a, a philosophy among the coaches and and among the the kids that that is supposed to be fun, and it is supposed to contribute to leading a good life. Mm-hmm. And there's there's strong Christian influences there too. You yeah, Coach Casey, Casey Cunningham, Cunningham right? one, one of the assistant assistants. coaches. Yep. And I had the privilege of, of having him as a resident athlete when I was at the Olympic Training really? Center. I got That's to know cool. him quite well. And I uh, spent a lot of time working out with him because he got hurt. He was injured and couldn't wrestle with the guys be, at the point because of his injury. And so uh, I, being the old man I was, I wrestled with him every day for a long time. And, <laughs> but uh, Casey's got a real strong walk with the Lord. He's just really a good man, and he's he's a great coach, and and I think he's a big asset to that team. And uh, you know, I've worked with Kale too, and I, you know, and and they're just they're good people that know the sport and treat their athletes right and recruit the right kind of athletes. And I think mm-hmm. that's one of the reasons they're they're so su- successful. They're going to be hard to beat. Yeah, I was going to make a shot at it, and depending on some of these. Matches come out, they could be right in the hunt because they're not far behind them. But, yeah. uh, I don't see anybody but Iowa or Penn State coming out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ohio State's a little down this year. And, of course, the Pac-12 still has got wrestling. I, I saw that they added Little Rock 
out of Arkansas, right? Yeah. To the Pac-12. Yeah. I know yeah. that's the, you know, Boise State was in there and then Cal Poly and Cal State Bakersfield, which are not traditional Pac-12 schools, but, and, uh, but, uh, Oregon State won the Pac-12s a couple weeks back, right? Yeah. Arizona State was, who's been touted as one of the top four teams in the country all season long, kind of fell short. They were in what, third or fourth place, yeah, I believe. That's right. And, uh, so they kind of fell short. Pac-12 is tough because they don't get a lot of qualifiers compared to some of the other conferences, but they don't have as many teams. So mm-hmm. I guess that's normal, but, uh, you know they'll. Uh, it, it's it's a it's always an interesting tournament. I think it's the toughest tournament in the world, because of the fact it got away in three days and the pressure and everything else. It's 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 a tough. Tournament. And the numbers of in the weight classes, yeah. right? In yeah, the brackets the numbers too. Yeah. Although the world used to have those kind of numbers years ago. Huh. Wow. Well, in the Big Twelves, uh, was it Missouri again that won the Big Twelves? Yeah. Yes, Missouri. They, they've been pretty solid here, and they've. I know Mark Ellis was a heavyweight. Who uh, he's on staff with FCA, FCA yeah. wrestling, yeah. and uh, our very own Josh Newberg. I know he's back there watching the NCAA's with Carl Perry and Mark and the guys. So Pete, yeah. Peter De La Rosa and anybody out of the ACC is it North Carolina State is kind of the team out of they've, ACC. They've done right? real, real well, and they, of course they've got their assistant. Their assistant head coach is a is an Idaho boy. Yep, four time state champion. Adam Hall that wrestled for uh, Boise State, right? And yeah, all American forum and and uh, yeah, they've they've done a great job and and they'll they'll be right in there. But like I say, I think that the front runners are going to be Iowa and Penn State. Yeah, well, that's that's fun. It's fun to watch that, and uh, I know a lot of people do brackets for the basketball, you know, NCAA tournament. But us wrestlers, we we do brackets sometimes out of the for the, for the wrestling tournament too. Yeah. So. One thing that's unusual about it this year is there's an opportunity for two wrestlers to become four timers, and and uh, you know Yanni Yakumhalas from from Cornell and uh-huh. and Spencer Lee from Iowa are both going for their fourth title. Yeah, and there's only been what maybe I think three or four prior to that. Pat Smith was the first one, and you you've got Logan Steber is another one, and mm-hmm. you know, but there's there hasn't been Kyle Dake at four different weight classes. Mm-hmm. You know, but this is uh, to have two of them going for it in the same tournament is kind of yeah. unusual. Well, unique too is that some of the guys have maybe their fifth year wrestling. Well, I think in that's SLS, made a right? difference for a lot. Yeah. There's five time All Americans now, and I don't know how they must have put an asterisk in the record book after that <laughs> right. to explain it. But but yeah, well, part of that's from different. COVID, right? There was an extra year. Definitely. Was it one year granted for COVID? Yeah, and then some of them ended up because of injuries getting two. So right, they, and then there was also. Some of these guys were in Olympic red shirt. Yep. And then the Olympics got delayed from 20 to 21. Yep. So that's kind of created a lot of great talent <laughs> in the NCAA in college wrestling. Yeah. But it's, it should be in the next year or so, most of those guys that were having the X years will be gone. I think it's this so, year. I think most of them are gone after this year. So it'll kind of so return to maybe be, a little more be normalcy. Yeah, it be interesting. And, uh, a lot of those guys will go on and compete internationally, which is always fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's interesting, too. The Big 12 has a very interesting – they've got, like, Air Force Academies in, in the Big 12. Fresno was in there for a couple years, right, the Big 12. Yeah. And then you've got the Dakotas, South Dakota State and North Dakota State. Wyoming. Yeah, Wyoming's in the Big 12. So yeah. it's, it's some non-traditional schools. Northern Colorado. Yeah, that's right, out of Greeley. Yeah, yeah, because the big—they're yeah, actually Utah Valley. Yeah, Utah Valley. 
it's it's wrestling's got a little different landscape with the conference affiliations don't they they do you know with the advent of putting 16 teams in a conference you know i i, I really think that's a model that ncaa'd like to see is just you know four 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 groups of 16 someplace but but you know the the, the big 12 is i mean the big 10 is 16 and the big mm-hmm. 12 is 16 and it makes it pretty competitive tournament out of it in preparation for the ncaa's it's always good it's fun as a spectator, and, and it's exciting to watch. Yeah. Well, fun stuff. Well, Doc, I know we just have a few minutes left here today. I, I know that you love spending the more, your mornings with the Lord, and uh, you, uh, you're in the Word of God, and I know you, you like to listen to some, some great Bible preachers like David Jeremiah and different folks like that. What What's the Lord been teaching you lately in our, our little bit of time we have left, or maybe— where the Lord has parked you in the Word of God lately? I think patience. I think even at my age, patience is still a big issue. My wife gave me a poster one time, great big poster. had this little guy standing on top of the hill in prayer, looking up to the Lord, and he's saying, Lord, he says, grant me patience, and I want it right now. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and that's, that's kind of me. I've not always been a real patient guy. I want to I got to dive in. I got to fix it. I got to mm-hmm. get going. I got to get my hands dirty and get after it. And yeah. I think patience is something that as I get older, I'm really beginning to appreciate and beginning to learn. I think it's something that the Lord's uh, worked hard on me with. And, and like I say, I was not always, I wasn't always a Christian. I came from a little different place and a little different background. And But I, I, I firmly believe that, that, uh, that the Lord has his hand on our lives, mm-hmm. and we have a choice to make. You mm-hmm. know, at some point in time, you're going to have to make that choice. You know, am I going to am I going to choose this path, or am I going to choose the path of the world? And, mm-hmm. and you know, the the path of the world is going to lead to destruction. The path to, through Christ is going to lead to eternal life. Uh, this is what we believe. This is what we base what we do on, and and it's based on faith. It's based on belief, and I think. If you're not into the Word of God, if you're not really reading that Word mm-hmm. for yourself and letting it speak to you, yeah. we're told that in the end times there's going to be all kinds of false prophets, and they'll even do miracles and things like this. If you don't have that Scripture implanted mm-hmm. in your heart where you mm-hmm. can fall back on it, how are you going to know what's false and what's real? Right. I think that's why it's important to be in the, in the Scriptures, because we need to be able to evaluate those things around us, not based upon what somebody else says or whether it even be somebody we respect or not, we have to base it upon mm-hmm. what that word tells us. And yeah. I think it's just important. And I found myself, when I start the day with the Lord, I'm more likely to end it with him, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, so I try to do that. I wish I'd have done it always, yeah. but I haven't. Yeah. I, 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 uh, one of you know one of my favorite people in the world is Terry Brands. I was just thinking about uh, you know, I, Coach I, Brands. I, I, I coached <laughs> with him for a long time. We we worked together a long time, and and they've done such a they've worked so hard to per- portray this image of Terry as a kind of an individual that is just very confrontational, very argumentative, very you know tough and in your face type guy, mm-hmm. and he is to a point. But the Terry I knew, if I wanted to find Terry, I could find him at 6 o'clock every morning in the office doing his Bible studies. He's a devout man. Mm-hmm. They don't show that side of him. Yeah. Sometimes they would. You know, Lincoln McRave is a strong Christian. Some of these guys nowadays, Kyle Snyder, you know, he's defined by Christ, not by his accomplishments. Right. Things like this are really neat. Yeah. I heard uh, uh, an interview with Coach Brands talking about how 
in the morning you can you know and you've mentioned it too you can find him in his office with his bible open on his desk and and he talked about how that if he doesn't start the day like you're saying you know and it gets our days gets gets going and things start affecting us and and enemy starts attacking and next thing you know we're acting this way or saying this thing and and it's like man he just he he just talked about how man he just needs that you know it's like our it's like our life support you know the word of god and, and tapping into the his holy spirit so well doc man time has gone by so fast today and but uh man so good so rich thank you for your your godly wisdom and your encouragement and we just appreciate your involvement with the fca ministry here in idaho so thanks again for being on heart of the athlete thanks for having me i always look forward to it thanks for listening today if you are interested in getting involved with fca or would like to donate to the fca ministry you can contact us through the fca idaho website at fcaidaho.org Join us next week for The Heart of the Athlete, a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Idaho, and KBXL, The Voice. You